Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back this to the podcast. This is unsolicited advice. This is the most unprofessional advice. advice. So unprofessional. That you could receive. receive. And yet y'all love us and y'all keep love. coming back. Back. I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn. <laughs> Turn. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think by now we'd have like a much more professional um, start to the episode. You know, it's funny because we'll get to this in detail, mm-hmm. but me and Ash were kind of like geeking out over like the Spotify numbers that came. Yes. And so we're sitting on the couch and Ash just like looks at me and she's like, Taryn, like, and she starts naming off some of the things because we're both realizing. Wait, like, can I say one of them? Say say the one that like you reacted. Make, off. I yeah, feel yeah, yeah. like it'll make yeah. way more say sense. Say the one that you reacted. If off of. I read exactly what I was reading. Yeah. Okay. So as you guys know, the Spotify Wrapped season is upon us. It comes out every yeah. December. It's where so it goes cool. through. I love that they do this. Spotify. Listen, I love Apple podcast apple music i love all that yes. stuff spotify makes it way more fun it's way more interactive um so one of the things that spotify does that is just super cool is that they have a wrapped series at the end of the year and it tells you like your favorite artist your favorite podcast who you listen to the yeah. most this is like our second time only having had our own podcast and getting yeah. to see numbers from spotify like this is super cool well i was reading them to taryn and one of them was this <laughs> It said, you, meaning our podcast, UA, were the 13th most popular education podcast in the United States. Like, what? 13th (laughs) in the States, in the country. That just blows my mind. Also, it's hilarious to me that we're in education. I know. I was like, wait, I thought this was an unprofessional. But bro, that means we're smart. (laughs) Education. Karen and I are sitting on the couch last night editing. And I look at her. I read this out loud. And I look at her. And this huge revelation hits me. And I'm just like, I need to start taking this more seriously. (laughs) But see, but see. (laughs) Oh, I choked on my spit. Um, But see, that's like, that is our constant dilemma because I think what makes this podcast so Mm -hmm. good is the fact that we do zero prep work. (laughs) Ashley Nicole. It's very, it's I'm going to answer this too. Yeah. When you woke up this morning to knowing that we were recording today. Yeah. Did you have your story picked out? No. Same. Do I ever? (laughs) No. No. The only time I kind of do prepare more is the October October series series, because so much effort goes into that one. Um, And I'm just so, I've never been more, more amped to get an amazing story. So I'll look for hours sometimes. I'll just sit in bed and scroll and scare myself. But um, aside from that, no, I'm never prepared. So it's like, it's this dilemma we always have of like, should we prep more? But then I feel like that would rob like the just <laughs> random crap that comes out of our mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we were like, maybe we can prep more in like, you know, other areas. Yeah, maybe we can do better in different ways. Yeah. But we do love coming with a very, like, we love the raw feeling like no that we agenda. have. no agenda. So, Also, yeah. I'm just going to shit, because I know you will. I'm going to shout out, Ash has a YouTube channel. Oh, and I do. And today specifically... It's December 3rd. She's doing Vlogmas, which if you're like, what is that? Basically, YouTubers decide once a year to completely torture themselves and upload a video every single day 
in December. Mm -hmm. So Ash is doing Vlogmas and she's doing today, like kind of like a little like behind the scenes of my podcast. So yes. if you guys find that interesting, you should totally check out her video. You 100% should. Yeah. Um, it's a good time. Yeah, you get to see me every single day. You get to see Taryn every single day. <laughs> yep. All the roomies every single day. Um, and just kind of see life from my perspective That's for great. 25 days straight. Um, it's madness. It's absolute madness. Yeah. But it's always so much fun um, for everyone involved yeah. so if you oh. haven't check out my youtube channel shameless self-promotion shameless it's over not here. shameless because i did it and i'm proud <laughs> I'll take i ain't it. ashamed i'll take it i'm proud of her um, but also, can i like merge <laughs> yeah the, the, oh my god there's so there's many things so that we need to, to talk, talk to about. you guys about um as you guys know taryn and i came out with our very first merchandise yes we're merch people now we i've never in my merch. life had merch before and this is my first time having it uh, this is Taryn's first time having it. Clearly. When I say that we walked into this with the bar set low, with very low expectations, that's an understatement. We have never done this before. We had no reason to think that it would do well. Yeah. Especially because it was a very like last minute thing and kind of thrown together. And we were like, you know what? No, we should do this. We should make 2020 better. Our listeners yeah. have been asking for it for a while. Let's do it. I personally was like, sure, we'll do it. We probably won't sell that much, but that's fine. Like yeah. the people that want it will get it. And that's what matters. But you guys blew you guys us out of the water. We had no idea how, how amazing you guys, are. you guys supported us in every single way. Everything sold. We ended up going all the way, almost a full week of sales. Yeah. Um, it ended on Monday, the, let me double check the date 30th Yeah. <laughs> um, at 6 PM. And we sold so much. The vendors were shocked. I was shocked. Yeah, like b basically like Ash, some of Ash's team reached out and we're just like, cause we don't know what to like gauge anything off of. Yeah. Like so, what is average? Yeah. And so they came back and we're just telling us like, no, you guys literally, this is like unheard of for a first merch shop. And I think what's so cool about merch is it's not like it's, I mean, I love this style of all our stuff, mm -hmm. but they aren't like the coolest fashion pieces. Right. But when you buy merch, it's specifically like out of love of like yeah. something you're supporting. Exactly. So I think that's what made me so emo too, is just seeing everyone like so excited to get yeah. it. And we were hot messes through the whole process. Oof. We messed up in so many ways. We're which, learning too. Which honestly, I wouldn't want it any other way. Like, yeah. I love that our first merch shop was like a, a pile of poo. <laughs> um, but we like, we've learned so much like about yeah. really focusing on, I know one of the things, let's do our biggest takeaways of okay. like what we would change. Yeah, yeah. For me, you guys know if you follow me on my socials, I talk about it a lot on here. I'm very all about like body positivity mm -hmm. and like everybody's beautiful. And I definitely didn't focus enough on our sizes that we were offering. Mm -hmm. So um, that was one of the main things that I walked away being like, why didn't I check into that? Because yes. I know we went up to extra large, but not everyone is an extra large. I no. like my stuff sometimes like 2X too. Mm -hmm. So um, I had a couple of people reach out like, uh, like what about sizes in that? Like, oh, it literally yeah. went straight into my heart and out of my butt. I was sad. <laughs> um, I will say for on Taryn's, on our behalf, um, we, again, didn't realize how much say we had in this. Yeah. So moving forward, if because we did do so well with merch, when we do do another one, 
we will be implementing new things. And that's why we're saying this. There, there will be, there will be bigger sizes. There's so many things that we were like, oh, we should we have. We just didn't know. Like, we had no idea. <laughs> at the end of, we had like one main call with the vendor and it, we literally didn't say much. And at the end they were like, okay, so like, what are your questions? And we both looked at each other and I was like, I don't know. I was like, so not prepared. Yeah, they were amazing and they did so much and yeah, it was great it. working with them, but there just was stuff. We didn't think about what was your like main thing. You're like, oh, I wish I would have. There was a huge issue with international shipping yes. that oh, broke so my heart, especially now looking at our Spotify numbers. Most of you guys are in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of you guys are in Europe. Um, and that uh, unfortunately, um, because our first merch drop was so small, it did not gets to every country yeah. that I would have loved for it to go to. Um, so that was heartbreaking as well. But again, we're learning. And now that we know that this is something you guys want and we can do in the future, um, we will make, we, we will implement in uh, future yeah. drops. So we're yeah. very, we're very, we learned a lot and we're excited to use this knowledge in yeah. future drops is what I'm uh, trying to say. Yeah. And it was, it was so like, I was DMing. I'm so sorry. I can't think of, I can't remember your name, but I was DMing with someone from Singapore who was like, I'm like your biggest fan and like, I can't get it shipped to me. So just stuff like that. We were like, I wish we would have known ahead yes. of time. So we could have at least, even if we couldn't ship to everywhere, we could have prepared you guys and been like, yes. Hey, we can only, hey, this is only here. going to here and yeah. here, which I get for the first drop. Of course, it's not going to go worldwide. We're not, you know, we, we, we weren't that big. <laughs> we so. got to figure out some stuff first. Yeah. We'll work yeah. on that. Okay. We'll work on that. But Anyways. So that's, our merch wrap up, but it's exciting. I think you should. Yeah. Can I very quickly? Spotify. I want to read you guys our numbers. This is again, we're is not nuts. even two years old. We're not even two years old. We're babies. And we're just breaking boundaries over we're here. We're just starting to talk. Um, this year we did 44 episodes oh. that reached 80 countries, 80? 283% growth. What? Can we, can someone please write Ready? an email? This explaining is interesting. Ah, she was just coming on. I'm sorry. Um, can someone please, who's smarter than us, even though we are 13th in education, yeah. uh, can someone explain to me, I don't get when stuff is over 100%. It's I hard. Thought, like, it's hard. How do we go up 200 and something percent? It doesn't make sense. I need help. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, it says we dropped two, two, I'm sorry. It says we dropped 2,888 minutes of content. Oh, this year over our 44 episodes. That's a lot I already of said we were the 13th most popular education podcast yeah, in are. the States. Oh, it says, <laughs> sorry. It says, say hello to your new friends in the United Kingdom. That's where your listeners grew the most. Shut shut. Oh my gosh. I'm Taryn, I'm sorry. Guys, a fun crazy. fact about Taryn. <laughs> no, that, what you just heard, Mark, you should replay it. <laughs> no. Shut 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 up, shut up. What you just that was a heard, baby one, so what you just heard is a hiccup from Taryn Renee. This happens almost daily and it is that loud and obnoxious. But that oh okay, Ash. I will hear watch her adjectives from please. her room and I'll be all the way downstairs. Here's the thing though. I get one. Like I just had two, I don't but know I, about, I don't know about I one. get one giant one. Like I don't have the hiccups for like five minutes. Like little, I like might this. disagree with the one statement. Okay. You're not in my body. You don't know my life. <laughs> not your body. Not your business. Not your body. Not your business. <laughs> oh Any freaking goodness. who, um, let's get into, if you're like, what am I listening to? If you're just joining us, um, we basically are two best friends who mm -hmm. decided to start a podcast because we love people and people write in stories and we give our unprofessional advice Very and tell you how to live your lives. Um, 
so far we haven't ruined anyone's life that we know of. Not yet. So knock on wood. <laughs> Perfect record. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> um, okay, so y'all. I kind of teased this in our live, which if you don't follow us on if you don't follow us on Instagram, you should because that's where we have the most like interaction with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we said in our live that I was going to be sharing a personal holiday tearing it up. Oh my goodness! Ash was there for this. I was there. I witnessed the whole thing. You know, not many, not many moments in my life get me to the point where I'm rocked to my core, like what just happened. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't as much I was embarrassed. I was just like, why are you like this? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what? I think I had a similar thought. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, (laughs) ouch. Um, Okay. So Ash it was the day before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. She was texting me and she was like, kind of just like in a, in a mood you were, I could tell it you happens. were just kind of like, I'm a moody person. Yeah. You were just kind of in a mood. So I was like, I'm going to wake up early. This is, this is this how is you the know most, I love guys, you. This is the most two thing. <laughs> if you don't know our Enneagram thing, find out Enneagram, go Google it and then yeah. continue listening. She's, this is the most two <laughs> thing I've ever heard of in my life continue I don't know I was just like I could tell she's like sad so I was like I'm gonna wake up early and go just surprise her Thanksgiving morning Mm -hmm. so um I went to the store and I went down the aisles and literally anything that I knew would make her happy I got so there was cheesecake factory bread there was (laughs) the brown um, bread from cheesecake factory oh my god there was mint milanos which are her go-to milanos are my favorite a bottle of wine Mm -hmm. just random stuff and flowers raisinets Raisinets, flowers, and then I also got her favorite drink from Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So I show up and it's like great. I'm like, happy Thanksgiving. I was so surprised. Yes, I might have cried. Yes. It was an Same. emotional thing. So I was like, I can't really stay. But if you know anything about Ashley's mom, shout out. Hey, Mama McDonald. And she was like, just stay for five minutes. Yeah. And I was like, no, I really need to go help my mom cook. She's like, no, just stay for five minutes. I was like, okay. So we walk outside. <laughs> the first thing she tells me is... I've been spending so much time in the yard. And I was like, oh my God, it's beautiful. And then her main thing she was so proud of was her lights. She She, bought. She bought some lights. Mm -hmm. She strung up these beautiful like bulb lights. There's like lights on the backyard. It just was beautiful. So she's talking to me about it. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. (laughs) So we're sitting there for my five freaking minutes. I can't even make five minutes. Five minutes is too much for me apparently. So- we're sitting there and they have this big lab and he loves to come bring you a toy to he throw. He loves to play catch. So we we were playing catch back and forth and then he comes and he brings me it and I was like, in my head, I was like, I'm going to make this dog work for this one, yeah, right? Right, right. So I turn my body so that <laughs> I can fully like hurl this toy into their backyard and as I turned, the sun like blinded me. So in my mind, I was like, just close your eyes and throw it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, I already know. Yeah. So I close my eyes and I literally just wind and freaking chuck this toy. And the next thing I know is I hear this big, just like explosion and glass just falling on the floor. And I look up and her mom's lights that she was so excited to show me. I had exploded and shattered two bulbs, (laughs) two bulbs. And I just sat there and was like, what did, what just happened? It made the weirdest noise. It was like a pop, like a, yeah. not a crush or a crunch or no. a shatter even. It was like a pop sound. So I think it scared all of us. And then we just sat there confused about what happened. And then we heard the, the 
tinkling sound of the glass hitting the cement underneath. Which I literally just buried my head in my hands and I was like, I'm so, I, she must have said, so I'm sorry. so, so sorry 50 times. And all of us were just laughing so hard because the highlight of conversation were, was the lights that my mom had just put up in the backyard. I'm dead. It was A so real bad. life tearing it up it from so Taryn bad. herself, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. So if you have anything you're proud of in your house, don't bring me. Don't show me. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't tell her. (laughs) Anywho. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box. A fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available. And they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. We didn't discuss this, but did you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Oh, um, I don't care. No. Do you want to go? I can go. Okay, yeah, go. Sure. Um, As you guys know, these uh, letters are from you guys. The listeners themselves send in stories that you guys want advice on, and we are so excited to be reading them today. Mine is titled, A Daughter in the Chains of Command. Ooh, Boom. We mentioned to you guys in the last episode that we wanted a lot of family drama stories because I have family every on. holiday season there is family drama. Uh-huh. And it doesn't matter what family you're from or where you are, it doesn't matter. There's always family drama. So I feel like this holiday season there could be a lot because you have first of all, I feel like everyone's been super passionate about Oof. differing like political views. Yep. Not only that, you Especially have Especially if you're in the States. <laughs> yeah. You have people who can't travel mm-hmm. or people who are expecting you to travel. And then if you're not comfortable traveling, like there's that. Yes. Also, you've been like cooped up yeah. with some of these family members all year. And like, you know, with up. older people, you like don't want to necessarily see them if yeah. you are at risk of giving Which them something. Which could so. mean hurt feelings or yeah. you could be told, please don't come because. Or like just loneliness. Yeah. Oof. I'm Oof. thinking about everyone this season. Oof. All right, go ahead. All right. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. Hello. For the podcast, you can call me Mariella. 
I want to say how much I love the podcast and I'm over 75% finished with completely catching up, which means she didn't listen from the beginning and has been binging, which is just, you know, it's a fun time to be alive. Love that. For some context, 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 context. My dad is Vietnamese and has different courtesy standards with greetings and stuff. He also is a high official in the U.S. military. So he kind of views our family as the military. (laughs) He is the general. My mom is the lieutenant. And me and my siblings are the cadets. Wow. It's a great metaphor. I love that. I I know. (laughs) I I can see you guys and your family dynamics already. Whenever the cadets do anything wrong, my dad expresses it very vocally to my mom, who is supposed to tell us in theory. (laughs) My dad definitely has anger issues and is verbally abusive about the most random things he decides to be particular about. When he starts directly yelling at the cadets, we all have different reactions, but no one intervenes and just lets my dad run his course. Someone will get the unadulterated wrath. They will be hurt, but then my dad can continue with his life and act like nothing happened. Mm. He basically never offers apologies. Oh, that's hard. That's really rough. I want to ask for some advice on handling my dad. I have a laptop that has some blue screening issues, but otherwise I love. This started when I was a sophomore last year, but I was too scared to deal with the customer service. The warranty expired with me trying to deal with it, but never completely following through with it. This year, I would say that I'm a lot stronger and can fix things rather than accepting them so easily. My dad said that he would start another email conversation with the laptop repair people and try to get it fixed. He also said that he would deal with it since I couldn't do it last time and that I I wouldn't have to do anything. I was happy with this arrangement, even though it might have been a low blow, but it was true. He initiated the conversation, but soon all the responsibilities fell onto me. I'm currently a junior, and not only do I have all of my schoolwork, but I'm scheduling all my SATs, my ACTs for college next year, and also looking at colleges. Needless to say, I let the emails fall low on my priority list. Last night, I realized that I didn't say I approve, quote unquote, to sending it back within the five-day limit. This meant that they already archived my case. When I read that in fine print, my mom immediately asked what was wrong because I was visibly upset. I told her that I screwed up and she called for my dad who was watching the Dallas Cowboys. He was glued to the TV, but came anyways. He then proceeded to start yelling at the top of his lungs about saying how I'm super irresponsible and how I should have known better and X, Y, and Z. I knew this already. So I started yelling back at him that I messed up. I thought that if he knew that I knew he would stop, but he didn't. He kept laying into me for the next few minutes, even though I acknowledged that it was my fault and I was clearly crying and sorry about it. I then got a bit of a bloody nose from stress. (laughs) Me, I used to have that problem all the time. After I blew my nose and wiped the tears, he started yelling again about how someone needs to deal with a laptop and it wouldn't be him anymore because he's fed up with it. He yells about how he's not responsible and doesn't want to be a part of this. I'm crying and trying to take some nasal spray. (laughs) My mom tells him to calm down and how I'm obviously sorry and bleeding and he needs to relax. He doesn't hear because of his tunnel vision and straight up ignores her. He emailed them basically asking if it was too late to send it back. He said that he's forwarding all the emails to my mom and he wouldn't be dealing with it anymore. Today, my mom told me that we can still send my laptop back for repairs, which is great and all, and I will be paying out of my account because my dad refuses to, and I accept that. 
He still can't talk about my laptop company without raising his voice and saying how it's a piece of crap or using other harsh words. I want an apology because after listening to your podcast, I know that my feelings being hurt is enough. Yeah. He really raised the emotional stakes for no reason but to put me down. Everything is fixed with the laptop situation, but how can I talk to him? I have to greet him because it would be extremely rude of me not to. <laughs> what, but what do I do from there? I'm trying to face conflict more rather than putting it off and blow and letting it blow up later, which is my tendency. Also mine. Yeah. I am a one wing nine, which is Enneagram. If you guys aren't Enneagram yes. fans, Google it. Do it. We talk about it all the time. Um, so that means she's a perfectionist <laughs> and um, leans towards my number nine, which is no conflict, which is no conflict. Yeah. So she's a perfectionist, but won't tell you straight up how much you're bothering her. Yeah. So having conflict is the last thing that I want. I need to talk to him because this is important to me and I really need an apology. Do you have any advice on saying how he hurt my feelings while still accepting that I messed up? How do I say that he hurt my feelings without looking weak in his eyes? Any advice would be fabulous, especially after writing this. I feel like I know what I have to do. Much love, Mariella. Oof. Dude, family stuff is stuff hard ducks. Sucks. Yeah. It's hard because, especially at this age, you're coming to an age where you are finding your voice. You are learning to stand up for yourself. You're learning, you know, when it is okay to talk back, when it's not okay to talk back. But also like when you, when you do feel validated, you have a voice now to like express mm -hmm. that. But at the same time, you live under your parents' roof where there has to be some yeah. kind of respect involved, you yeah. know? So it's a delicate balance of like, Yes, I messed up, but no, you can't talk to me that way. But you have yeah. to say it politely because he's your father and you live in his home, you know? Yeah. So it's it's a weird, it's a weird gray area that you have to find this balance in. Yeah, that's it's a super, it's super hard, especially especially when it comes to this type of situation. Yeah. Um do you want me to, I mean, I can, we can just go back and forth, yeah. but like off the top of my head, the first thing I think of is if I were to talk to him, I would almost ask him to just put the laptop situation aside mm -hmm. and say, listen, I messed up. I understand that you're frustrated. I take full responsibility. I should have sent in the email. That's my fault. Can we push that aside now that I've taken, now that you have taken responsibility I would say, now that that's done, can we talk about how you talked to me? Yeah. And that's when I would, that's what I would bring up how he made you feel. Um, because he keeps, I feel like he keeps not deflecting, but keeps like redirecting the conversation towards the laptop when it has nothing to do with the laptop. It's his voice yelling at you that is hurting your feelings. Yeah. But I don't know. And I don't obviously don't know your family and I don't pretend to, but I'm going to assume that he doesn't get told stuff like this very often from you guys. Yeah. So I think in situations like that, the best thing you can do is make, make it unbelievably clear how, how extreme he took it. Does that make sense? You yeah, can be like, I, mean, I have, un I completely understand the laptop situation. I apologize for that. But can, can I ask you why you yelled? Like why yeah. you could have told me all of those things in a very calm manner. Yeah. Can I ask why you choose to yell at me all the time? Because it's affecting me. Yeah. 
Um, I think as far as, so timing on this conversation is going to be literally key. Mm -hmm. Um, we've talked about this before, but anytime you want to bring up something or, um, you know, bring up a conflict or anything like that, you can't do it when tensions are high. Yeah. It's just a recipe for disaster. Yep. If your dad's watching the game, drinking a beer, nope, (laughs) wrong time. (laughs) Don't do it. It has to be when things are good and at a decent hour, because there's also studies that show like if you have conversations even after 10 p.m., a lot of times they end in just drama because your emotions are high, you're getting tired, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I mean, obviously I don't know your dad, but just from what I'm hearing, I think that you're going to have to be very strategic about how you talk to him Yeah, um, because it sounds like respect is very high, Mm -hmm. like his word goes, that kind of thing. So I think it's really important for you to try to think like, what is the outcome that I'm looking for in this conversation? Like, am I just wanting to have my, my voice heard? Am I wanting an apology? Am I wanting change? Like, what are you hoping to come from it? Mm -hmm. Um, and then figure out, is that going to best happen by, you know, talking to him or maybe writing him a letter where you really take time to like clearly articulate everything. But I just want to, I, I am hopeful. I think this can happen. Like I noticed even, um, my dad is someone who just, there's something about him that just demands respect. Yeah. He's, he's I never, would, I would agree with that. <laughs> never harmed us. Never like verbally nothing. Like he's, he's the best, just most integrous, a great dad (laughs) word, so much integrity, strong Christian man. Like I love and respect him so much, but there's something about him where you just know, like I need to respect him Mm -hmm. and it's it's in how he carries himself and his demeanor. Yeah. I remember the second I met him, I was like, hello, Mr. So-and-so like I like, I immediately, like I was like, we are Mr. And last name like just came out of my mouth. And I was like, I didn't even think about it. I don't know what it is, but I struggled with finding that balance growing up too of Mm -hmm. like when I would do something or he'd tell me something, you know, our responses had to be like, okay. And Mm -hmm. just, you do what you're told. And growing up, I struggled with wanting my opinion to be heard, but not wanting to cross the line of like being disrespectful. And that was hard for me to find. And I think me and my dad both kind of like stumbled into something that works where even like, I feel like even now, we're at such a healthy place where like sometimes like he'll reach out and be like, Hey, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings by saying this. And like, it's just such a like genuine relationship now. Um, but that took time and that took me taking steps to express how I felt and him taking steps to explain where he was coming from. Yes. So I think that, I think that if you go into this conversation and let me make this clear, I'm not diminishing your emotions. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go into this, like guns blazing, like blah, 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 this is how you I do feel. It, you got to do right. Mm-hmm. But I do think that sometimes like there's a wisdom and maturity that comes with approaching conversations in a compromising way. So even though you want to go in and be like, you yelled at me and that sucked. And that made me feel like this, knowing your dad and knowing how he operates, that might not be the most yeah. Successful conversation. Yeah. So I would definitely take time to try to really understand him and where he's coming from. And even 
propose that in the conversation and just say like, and this, again, this is just if I were you, I would sit down and I'd be like, Hey, can I talk to you? I've, I've been struggling a little bit because it seems to me like when stuff comes up or when I mess up, your reaction is so big and it makes me feel so small. And I would love to just talk to you about like why you get so upset for these Mm -hmm. things because I didn't do it intentionally. I, it wasn't a personal thing towards Mm -hmm. you, but the way that I feel when you're yelling at me is that you literally like hate me in that moment. And I have a really hard time getting over it. Yeah. Something I mentioned at the very top of this podcast, when we first started it is how much I love Brene Brown. And one of the things I mentioned before that she uses often when she fights with her husband is the, the story I'm telling myself Um, phrase. And when she wants to talk about something that is conflict, that is uncomfortable, but she knows she has to do for the better of the relationship, she will always start it by saying, Hey, listen, like, I love you. Um, I'm not going anywhere. Like we're in this together. We're in this for life. Just very, like very much encouraging and validating that she loves her husband. So you could do the same thing. Like, just like, Hey, listen, I love you. I respect you. I, I appreciate all that you've done for me. But the story I'm telling myself is that you're always angry with me because you're always yelling at me. And and just kind of like see how he responds to that even. Yeah. Where it's just like, hey, listen, you're my father. I respect you. That's never going to change. I love you. But here's how I'm taking what you say and how it's affecting me. And I don't don't think, I think it'd be impossible for him to not see that. And there's ways to say, like I could say a sentence like, you're always screaming at me and you're always so mean and blah, blah, blah. Or I could say, you know, dad, sometimes like the volume and the choice of words you use really make me kind of fearful and like scared. You know what I mean? Like there's ways to phrase things Mm -hmm. and there's ways to just be smart about a conversation. Mm -hmm. Ashley does not handle conflict. Well, if I came to her and I was like, the way that I fight with my brothers, you would cry I would in a hole and down. be like, I can't talk to you. I, would, I wouldn't say a word. She would continue yelling yeah. and I would just curl up in a ball and melt away. Yeah. <laughs> so even if, if I'm feeling frustrated and I'm wanting to express that to her, I know that for us to have a successful conversation, I need to do it in a very gentle, like roundabout mm-hmm. way till she feels comfortable and then we dive in, yeah. you know? Yeah. But like my brothers, I can go up to him and be like, you're such an idiot. Like you said this, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then we'll like high five and be done, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I think like there, you have to express your emotions. You have to stand up for yourself. But I think there's something about going into it, like psychologically, like mm-hmm. how, how can I best communicate with this person? And then my second thing I was going to say is you have to also be prepared for the outcome to not go the way that you want. Yes. But I think that a way that you can achieve closure without having the other person participate is by voicing your opinion. And in that act, like in me standing up and caring enough about myself to say something, that is my closure. Yeah. You tried, you did your part. Even though you're going to continue yelling at me, you're going to continue whatever, like a little piece of me is going to just build this wall after I tell you how I feel. Mm -hmm. If you choose not to do the same, I can still love you. I can still figure out a way to make this work. But Mm -hmm. I also know that like, I stood up for myself, you know, I was talking to a fellow nine on the Enneagram the other day, and we were talking about uh, someone that made that person upset. And 
she said that she tried to have a conversation. It wasn't really like going her way and Mm -hmm. the person wasn't really hearing her out. And I was like, you know what? Listen, (laughs) I was like, if you want to, like, you can be the bigger person. You can keep pressing into this, doing whatever you want. But this person was getting exhausted and tired by it. And I was like, you know what? It's okay to just mentally check. Just like, remember that. And that we don't fully trust that person with this particular issue anymore. Uh You know, if you want to just drop it and move on for the sake of the friendship because you're exhausted and you don't want to fight about it anymore, that's fine. But little mental check. Yeah. I I don't think it it means you're unforgiving. I don't think it means you're holding a grudge. I think you're protecting yourself when you do little mental checks like that. And just remember that we probably won't go to this person for that thing anymore. You know? Yeah. And, and also like finding your ways to cope. Like it sounds like, I mean, she mentioned like even her mom was telling her dad to stop and he kind of like barreled through. So it sounds like when he's at an elevated state, he's not aware of the surrounding. Yeah. So if that was me, I would be like, okay, he's checked out. Like he's fully Fully. in that mode. So I would sit there and like, yes, sir. Uh Uh-huh. I understand. And be quiet. And then once he comes down, then I would approach. So that's what I'm saying with there's ways to be smart about mm-hmm. something, Fully. but still being true to yourself. And if you can't get your emotions out to him, you need to find another outlet, whether it's talking to your mom or calling a friend after and just crying and being like, this just happened. Like yeah. find ways that you're feeling validated in that. But also I think it's just hard. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes our parents are set in their ways and we got to, kind of meet them where they're at you move out early and sometimes (laughs) you get out (laughs) um mariella thank you so much for writing in and sharing your story i i know plenty of people that i grew up with that that had the same type of situation Okay, time for my story. It is titled, The Holidays Should Not Be This Stressful. Oof, but they always are. Don't I know it, girl. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. Hi. I'm a new listener to Unsolicited Advice, but a huge fan nonetheless. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What is that? Name that movie. I don't know. No? Hunger Games. Oh, I'm still not hearing it. It's fine. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) If you heard that, if you heard that on our Instagram post today, go comment. What should they comment? If you heard what? If you know what movie that's from, go comment it on our Instagram post today. I said it weird the first time. I I apologize. I'm I'm a mess of confusion with you right now, (laughs) but I love you the same. I started listening around October series and I'm hooked. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. Now. I love listening to your podcast on my way to school or work, and it makes my day so much better. Thank you for everything you do and for the great advice given. Oh, girl. My name is Emma, and you can say my name. I'm, oh, my God. I'm an Enneagram 1. Another 1. Whoa. Two ones. Our Enneagram 1s are representing. Um, my boyfriend and I have been dating for a little over two and a half years now, and I love him so much. I have a pretty big family, so my holidays have always been pretty packed with get-togethers. So when we started dating, there was twice as many. Mm. This hasn't been much of a problem until this year. His grandparents are moving their Christmas to around the same time as my grandparents. Oh, no. Oh, no. That was the slowest. I also lost my spot. Where am I? One more time. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, 
the same time as my grandparents on Christmas Day. His grandparents live about 40 minutes away, which makes it difficult. Mm. I love the holidays and spending time with both of our families, and I couldn't imagine missing either one. I was hoping that maybe my grandma would be willing to change hers to more in the evening. That way we can make it to both events. My grandma, however, has a tendency of making me feel guilty for choosing my boyfriend over my family. Grandmas do that sometimes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Although that's never the case. If I haven't seen my grandparents much that week, it's always, it's because you've been hanging out with that boy. Keep in mind, we've been dating for two and a half years now, and he's more than just that boy. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, seriously. There are many other examples of this. I plan on spending the rest of my life with him, and it just seems like my grandma doesn't take it that way. My family is the most important thing in my life, so it hurts me to think that I'm having to choose between their Christmas and my boyfriend's family's Christmas, but my grandma isn't making it easy on me. I don't want to seem selfish for making them change the time by a few hours, but if that means we can all be together, I don't feel that that's a big deal. I know if I choose to go to my boyfriend's family's get-together, I will be made to feel guilty. If I choose my family, I'm making my boyfriend miss out on time with his family. I know we can split up, him go to one and I go to the other, but I want to swim. Swim? I hate when I'm like in a flow and I do something stupid like that. It's okay. But I want to spend my Christmas with him. What would you do in this situation? Any advice would be so great because I'm torn. Thank you. And I hope you have a Merry Christmas. Lots of love, Emma. And she attached a photo of her boyfriend and her. Look at how cute. Look at you guys. You guys are cute. Oh my God. Your kids are going to be gorgeous. Look at those jaws. I know. Wow, 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 wow. Jealous. (sighs) Yeah. Anywho, man. Okay. This is like. I mean, this is even harder. This is not a problem I've had to deal with much in my life, but for the four years of my life where I was in a relationship, (laughs) the rest, you know, I'm chilling. Um, I remember luckily we were able to work everything out and also there were times we just split, but, um, it's funny how this is such a common thing that mm-hmm. comes up yeah. when you start to get serious with someone and you're like, I want to spend the holidays with you. Yeah. But um, do you want to say anything before? Oh, I mean, sure. I think with stuff like this, especially being that you've been dating him for a while, this is clearly a serious relationship. Um, I think this is your life and you get to do what you want to do. And grandma can have her opinions, but can't make this decision for you as even though I'm sure she'd like to, um, when it, I mean, you clearly, if it was just some guy that you'd been talking to for a couple months, I'd be like, okay, let's, let's go to the fams. Let's talk with grandma. Let's go see grandma. Cause you know, she's, she outweighs that. But this guy is clearly probably sounds like you said rest of your life. So he's probably going to become a part of your family very soon. Um, and if you want to spend it with him, that's your decision to make. Yeah. And if if grandma wants to be finicky about it, yeah, you can go see grandma. You know, a, a separate, a different time, or or you know, yeah, whatever. But this is this is your life, and and you get to make that decision. That's just yeah. my that's my opinion. Yeah, I think obviously, I mean, we can give you all the advice <laughs> on like the different options. Obviously, splitting is an option. Obviously, like telling you know, going half and half. Um, 
But it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like there's more than just this. It sounds like you, this is like a, an issue, mm-hmm. <laughs> not just for holidays. Mm-hmm. So I think this would be something too. You should sit with your grandma and just be blunt with her and be like, hey, I really feel like I am going to marry him and someday we're going to have a family and this is all going to get hard. And you make these comments. Why are you laughing? I was just thinking. (laughs) Why are you laughing at me? I was just, no, I was thinking about if it was Mike. I'd be like, do you want to see your grandkids? <laughs> well, dang. What? And that made you laugh? Love it, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, that's not the best advice to give. But, like, I would be like, if I you want to see your grandma, your grandkids, then you need to calm down, grandma. <laughs> I literally was, like, seriously innocent. And I look over and she's just smiling, giggling. Oh, I had a full conversation in my head. Okay, With your grandma? I'm done. Okay. I'm done. Continue. Gosh. Um, no, I think you should sit her down and just be like, hey, like, I... I'm not trying to make you guys feel otherwise, but like family is so important to me. So every time you make that comment, like it really hurts my feelings. And, and if that's really what you think, like it makes me sad because that's not the case. And, and maybe like, if you guys just have that conversation, then she'll feel a little more validated and then be more willing to be flexible. Yeah. If not, I would tell her, um, I understand if you're not wanting to switch, but I'm telling you, like, say, whatever, three o'clock is the earliest you could get there from your boyfriends. Mm -hmm. If you're spending, like, you know, half the time there and moving, I would say, I I hope that you can figure out a way to do it because I would love to spend time with you guys, but I will not be able to be there till three. I'm I'm so excited to see you at three and I'll Mm -hmm. hang out and we'll do whatever. But I understand if you can't move it, but that is what I'm able to do. Sometimes in these situations, you have to draw a line and you have Mm -hmm. to say, hey, this is the best I can do. Hopefully this can work out, but if not, you know, well, I'll see you another time. We can have a separate Christmas. We can do gifts another day. I'm so bummed. I won't be able to eat with you guys and like do our traditions, but I'll come at three and like, I'll, I'll, you can catch me up on what happened. Like it doesn't have to be this big negative thing, Yeah, but I would definitely figure out with your boyfriend too. Like, you know, yeah. What do we want to do? Or if that means you guys go early, early out there and you do breakfast with his family and you stay a little while and then you head out, you know, like try to find a compromise if you can. But other than that, um, you got to do what you got to do. And honestly, like when you get married and you have kids, like your family becomes priority and then things get even more complicated. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying this is like a bigger issue that I think you need to like nip in the bud. Yeah. Something I've learned as a very non-confrontational nine is that you have to say things without giving them an option. If, yeah. If, if you, if you are choosing not to budge and you want to spend, you yeah. know, Christmas with your boyfriend and his family, then you have to say, I'll be here at this time, period. That's all I can do. Don't say, oh, well, maybe, you know, or maybe we could do this and don't give them an option. Don't give them any wiggle room. You'll be there at three, period. And they can you know, take that or not, but. Yeah, and I mean, it's, I don't know if you, maybe you're the first to start having like other things because I know like with my family, this is the first year now, like my brother has, my brother's married and has a kid. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of my cousins, like they're married and have kids. So like this year we met for Thanksgiving 
on Thursday, social distance, like literally we sat in their driveway, two tables that were six feet apart. Yeah. And we just came and sat at tables far apart and talked to each other and ate pie. Like it was so not our Thanksgiving, but you make it work because you're family and you, you love each out. other. So I think like this just might be a new thing and older people are set in their freaking ways. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a thing. Also, it's something also, they're allowed. Where's they're your mom or dad at? Like whoever's this grandma's child like you need to be like hey can you help me out because i'm getting nothing ask for some support over here because if i was your mom or dad i would just be like ma yeah (laughs) chill out like we can we can eat at four yeah we'll be fine we'll get you in bed at six exactly exactly but anyways thank you so much for writing in good luck i really i'm i'm saying a prayer throwing vibes out that you will find peace good luck to you my dear Goodwill to work. I hope it goes well. <laughs> um, I have a dad joke today. This is, this is such thing. a fun little twist, which is fun. Someone, one of you guys actually sent this in. Uh, Georgia sent this Georgia, in the DMs. Georgia. She said, you want to know where I store all my dad jokes? In the vault, in the, um, I don't know. In a database. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. A database. She literally was like, Taryn, please use this. And I was like, swipe. It's, so it's Ashley. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. Um, oh, thank love. you guys so much for listening this far. You guys made it to the very end. You're the yeah. real MVPs. Be sure to follow us on all our socials. Everything's going to be linked below. Yep. Um, if you have any more family drama stories, send them in ASAP. ASAP We Rocky. want them. Yep. We love you all, and we will hear you. We will talk to you next week. I don't know. We're done. We're out. (laughs) Bye. Bye.